Welcome to our podcast, Grandparents Read. We love our grandparents for so many reasons. Like they give us chocolate ice cream for dessert. They snuggle with us and they read the best stories. We created this podcast so children all over the world could hear a grandparent's voice whenever they needed some love. And so we can always remember our grandparents' voices. Bibi is reading today. We are excited because it is Peter Rabbit. Have you seen the movie Ted? Yes, I just watched it. I thought it was funny when the skunk posed frozen because he couldn't find a place to hide. (laughs) It will be interesting to see how the book and the movie are alike and different. Let's listen. This is Bibi, and I'm a grandmother. And I'd like to read a story today that I was read as a child, and I loved it. It was called The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrice Potter. The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits. And their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there He was put into a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the woods to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuce and some French beans, and then he ate some radishes. And then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting young cabbages. But he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop! Thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten his way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages, 
and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so I think he might have gotten away altogether if he had not, unfortunately, run into a gooseberry net, and he got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons and quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Mr. McGregor, Mr. McGregor came up with a sieve which he intended to pop over the top of Peter. But Peter wriggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind. And he rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It would have been a beautiful place to hide in if it had not had so much water in it. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden under a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Ka-chow! Mr. Peter was after him and Mr. McGregor was after him in no time and tried to put his foot on Peter, who jumped out of a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. So he just went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and he was trembling with fright and he had not the least idea which way to go. After a time, he began to wonder about going lippity, hippity, lippity, hippity, not very fast, and looking around, lippity, hippity. He found a door in the wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. And Old Mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the woods. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently, he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his watering cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still. But now and then, the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, little Benjamin Bunny. He went back toward the tool shed, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Scritch, scratch, scratch.
scritch, scratch, scritch. Peter scuttered under some bushes. But presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed on a wheelbarrow and peeped over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned toward Peter, and beyond him was the gate. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped under the gate and was safe at last in the woods outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung the little blue jacket and the little bunny shoes up as a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him until he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down on the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I'm sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea. She gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoon to be taken at bedtime, she said. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The end. love the story. We hope everyone has a happy Easter. And don't forget if you're a grandparent and want to share a story, record yourself and send along to grandparentsread at gmail.com. Happy listening!